Hello, Empire Builders. This is Kimberly Bonner, your host, and we are talking about leadership today on the Business Scale Insights Podcast. Business Scale Insights and this leadership series is brought to you by New Day Consulting Systems, a firm dedicated to helping small businesses scale well. Just to recap what we talked about last week, I started us off with this question, is there a global leadership crisis? And based upon some some very elementary research and digging, I stumbled across an article from the World Economic Forum that was published in late 2014 that discussed startling survey results from the Survey on the Global Agenda which basically stated that 86% of the respondents to that survey stated that we have a leadership crisis in the world today. survey was incorporated and part of a larger outlook on the global agenda for 2015 that was sponsored by the World Economic Forum. If you go to the site weforum.org and you just type in Outlook Global Agenda 2015, there are 10 top trends that they discussed three years ago. And they were incredibly prescient and telling, in my opinion. Uh, The top 10 trends are, um, one, deepening income inequality, two, persistent jobless growth, three, lack of leadership, four, rising geostrategic competition, five, weakening representative democracy, Six, rising pollution in the developing world. Seven, increasing occurrence of severe weather events. Eight, intensifying nationalism. Nine, increasing water stress. And 10, growing importance of health in the economy. The amazing part about it to me is that even though this is a top 10 trends of 2015, this group of leaders was very prescient and um, they basically thought that this this top 10 trends would move for the next 12 months or 18 months. But really, I would argue that these top 10 trends are just as, as applicable today, actually even more so applicable today than when they actually listed these top 10 trends. What I wanna focus on in our discussion on leadership is really the fact that um, every single one of these top 10 trends, every single one of these top 10 trends is basically um, won or lost, for lack of a better word, um, begins and ends with the quality of leaders that are in the room, as it were, um, thinking about 
and dealing with these issues. So even though lack of leadership is number three on the list, I would argue that the leadership crisis that 86% of leaders of the world a few years ago said exists is the, re- is the main reason why we have number one, deepening income inequality, two, persistent jobless growth, um, rising geostrategic competition, five, weakening of representative democracy, rising pollution in the developing world, increasing occurrence of severe weather events, intensifying nationalism, increasing water stress, and growing importance of health in the economy. Um, It's becoming very, very clear to me that leadership or the lack of leadership or the absence of quality leadership is really driving all these other trends that we're seeing in the world. Um, The question is, what is happening? And I'd I'd like to use the question that Lee Iacocca used in his book that he wrote a few years ago, I want to say in 2008, where did all the leaders go? I know, I know. It's kind of depressing and um, sad when you kind of look around the world today on so many levels, socioeconomic, social justice, um, just man's inhumanity to our fellow man on basic levels Uh, and the lack of clear moral leadership um, speaking out against this and the normalization of what I view as just really our, our lack of concern and care for our fellow human beings um the socioeconomic crisis that we're facing around the world is real um and it's exacerbating people's capacity for care and compassion because people fundamentally are very concerned and paranoid about their own futures and their own destinies many times when i have conversations about leadership and i read a lot about re- leadership and in the past i have Everyone wants to come up with a definition of leadership. One thing that I can say is that although everyone in their everyday life will in some level, on some level, lead, that is leadership in the micro, and all of us have to lead. And John Maxwell has a great definition of leadership. Leadership is certainly influence. And influence is certainly leadership. Uh, And so people influence other people uh, to do things every day in their life. That is absolutely correct. I really like that, um, that very broad, general definition of leadership, leadership as influence. And we do that on the micro every day. But on the macro... On the macro, um, a leader, as opposed to just general leadership, okay, 
So lead, leading in the micro, leadership in the micro in your everyday life is one thing. But a leader in the macro, in my opinion, um, must have certain qualities and must have certain capacities. The first is the, uh, the ability to articulate clearly a vision or goal to other human beings. A leader must be able, number one, to clearly communicate a vision or goal to other human beings, number one. And number two, a leader must have the ability to motivate, persuade, and move other human beings to work together to achieve that vision or that goal. Let me repeat. A leader must be able to communicate clearly a desired end goal or vision. And number two, that leader must be able to motivate, move, or persuade other people to work toward that vision and goal to accomplish it. I know it sounds like leadership and being a leader are the same, but I don't think they are. And I think our failure to appreciate the nuance and the distinction between general leadership skills that we have in our everyday life on the micro and the capacity for leading people on the macro is a source of a lot of the chaos and foolishness that we see in the world today. I think what I'm getting at is that around the world, in part because of the accessibility of information and platforms that can magnify all of our voices and democratize our ability to speak, um, we have created um, an environment around the world through these new digital technologies and mass digitization that everyone kind of thinks that they are an expert. Everyone thinks that they are a leader. Everyone thinks that they have mastery and they can, they can share that with the world. Um, that's just not so. And part of the reason why I believe we are facing a leadership crisis around the world is that leadership in many ways has been dumbed down. Um, much like everything has been dumbed down. And this is what I mean. Um, I may have the capacity to cook in my everyday life. Like I have to cook. <laughs> you know, I have to cook in order to eat. But I'm not an executive chef. I'm not a master chef. I have the capacity to cook. 
but I am not a professional master at cooking. I enjoy singing. I enjoy dancing. I do it socially, but I am not a professional singer and I'm not a professional dancer. Are you hearing me? I enjoy long walks and I enjoy nature and I enjoy taking, you know, friends and family, my dog going on these nature walks. I am not a professional arborist or nature lover or hiker or dog trainer. These are things that I do, but I am not a master at them. The same, in my opinion, applies to leadership. We, in many circles and in many cases, are acting as though, and I've I've observed this for over 20 years, and I've seen some of our great leaders actually say that we don't, you know, we have a, everyone's a leader. Well, no, everyone can't be a leader. I firmly believe that anything with two heads is a monster. At some point in every organization, someone must be articulating the vision. Someone must be articulating the goal. Someone must be articulating the end destination that we're all moving toward. And as the leader, you invite your followers onto this journey, encouraging them and motivating them to move and do and go with you. But if everyone on a team of 10 is a leader, then everyone on that team is articulating different visions, different goals. We're not moving together. There's no respect for the the authority of the leader or the vision. Everyone on the team has to lead in some capacity to get the project done, to meet the goal, but not everyone has the right to declare this is the end result. This is where we're going. This is our destination. That doesn't go to everyone on the team. And because we have lost almost common sense um, in the 21st century, and this is a larger issue of everyone being an expert. No, everyone's not an expert. Just because you can apply makeup and you think it's fun and you have a camera and you go on YouTube does not mean you are a professional makeup artist. I look at some of these YouTubers and God bless them. And yes, they are influencers. But to say that they are trendsetters, to say that they're leaders in a domain is foolishness because many of them don't even know what they're doing. I can apply makeup better than many of them. And that's scary. Okay. So I believe we need to start talking about and re-evaluating this concept that anyone can be a leader. That's not true. That is not true. Leader, leadership mastery and leadership expertise is founded on fundamentally a gift and a talent that is honed.
And so I'm going to continue to be contrarian and radically countercultural in this podcast. Most of what is going on in our conversations about leadership, in my opinion, is deeply flawed. It is deeply flawed. And I have to challenge most of it at its core. Because in my opinion, it's causing, it's helping to cause the crisis. Not everyone is called to be a leader. Not everyone is called to the C-suite. Not everyone is called to be a CEO. Not everyone is called to be a president. We need to stop this foolishness and tell people the truth. You have to, one, be gifted to it, and two, master it and develop it. What I'm getting at is what I see in the larger culture of this um, anyone can be a leader um, and this rise of um, a populism, particularly in the United States. And if we just look at our politics, that says anyone can be a leader. And so what I would I would use I would I would point to in our um current events that's happening in the world today, the dynamic almost and I know this sounds very funny, between Trump and Kanye West. And a lot of people won't like this discussion, but you know, I we have a problem. And there's an elephant in the middle of the room, and we've got to talk about this. Social media, mass digitization, everyone thinks that they're an expert. Because I can tweet, therefore I can lead. We've got to deal, we've got to confront, is that true? And if it's not true, what can we do about it? I raise the example of Kanye West and Trump because Kanye is excited, according to his own words, about Trump, our, the President of the United States, because Trump is proving to the world that anyone without any expertise, without any prior government experience, without any level of mastery, without any level of study, without any level of any kind of real preparation for governing uh arguably the most powerful nation on earth was able to become president of the United States for Kanye West, who actually has eyes on um, the presidency. That's a big deal for him. It goes back to this idea that I said earlier, that if you have the capacity to lead in any area of your life, that means that you have developed a level of mastery and expertise that would justify you being in a C-suite or executive position of great power. That's just not true. I'm going to close it with this. You know, if you wanted to learn golf, I'm going to just drive it home with these examples. If you wanted to learn golf, you could ask my deceased father or my uncle, my uncle Robert, who's a former doctor and he's really great on the golf course. 
or you could ask Tiger Woods to coach you. Would you pick my Uncle Robert, who really, that wasn't his job. He wasn't focused on golfing. He was focused on, you know, being a physician for most of his career. Would you want my Uncle Robert to teach you golf or Tiger Woods? Would you want me to teach you tennis? And I really haven't played tennis since I was in high school. Or would you want Serena Williams to teach you tennis? Would you want your local retired basketball coach at the local high school to teach you basketball? Or would you want Michael Jordan to teach you basketball? If I'm going to submit to a leader and follow someone's lead to teach me how it's done, there is an expectation that you've gone further than me, that you have some mastery, that you have developed this skill. So I'm going with Tiger Woods. I'm going with Serena Williams. I'm going with Michael Jordan. We need to have these concrete conversations about leadership as well. In those three previous examples, Tiger Woods, Serena Williams, and Michael Jordan. Not everybody can be a Tiger Woods. Not everybody can be a Serena Williams. Not everybody can be a Michael Jordan. And we need to say that in the context of leadership. These individuals had basic hand-eye coordination gifts. They had certain body type gifts. They had, in Michael Jordan and Serena's case, speed gifts. There are many people who wish they were Tiger Woods, wish they were Serena Williams, wish they were Michael Jordan, but they didn't wake up like that in the sense of they weren't endowed some basic gifts to be um, high-performing athletes. I love my mother. My mother was a great basketball player in her day in high school. And, and she was a legend. She cannot be compared to Tiger Woods, Serena Williams, and Michael Jordan. She didn't have the work ethic and she didn't have the gift. She wasn't that fast. She enjoyed basketball. She had a good shot. But my mom wasn't that fast, trust me. And she was playing half court <laughs> back in the day. What am I saying? We need to have a dose of reality when we have these conversations about leadership. Because the more we're saying anybody and everybody can be a leader, anybody and everybody can be president of the United States, anybody and everybody can be the governor, you know what? Maybe we have equal access, but that doesn't mean everybody should. Because not everybody is equipped. Not everybody has the skill set. Not everybody is gifted. Not everybody is called. That's not everybody's purpose. That's not everybody's destiny. And we need to ground our conversations about leadership in the truth. Not this fictional wonderland. Everybody can't be Serena. Everybody can't be Tiger. Everybody can't be Mike. You might want to be like Mike, but you, can't, you ain't going to be Mike. If you don't have the fundamental gifts and then have an incredible work ethic. Not everybody is gifted to lead. God bless you, Kanye, but have several seats. Hello, loves. I know I pissed everybody off. 
I have a, a tendency to do that because, you know, it's not easy being me and it's not easy being a contrarian and it's not easy seeing everything very differently from the world. But it is what it is. That's my gift. and I share it. And I know I piss everybody off. But think of me as like your granny, your great grandma, your mom, your dad, your grandpa who forced you to take this horrible uh, medicine on occasion. Um, my, my grandmother, my grandfather forced me to take these little homemade cocktails, but believe it or not, I was not a sick kid. Um, they forced me to eat my vegetables. They forced me to exercise. They forced me to drink lots of water. And, uh, as a child, I didn't have a lot of the ills that you see with children today. And so, um, consider me that, that chick, um, I'm going to give you a dose of reality and a dose of truth. Um, not just my truth. I think there is such a thing as objective truth. And this is that not everybody's gifted to lead. And we should stop encouraging people to take leadership roles and they do not have the capacity to do it. I use Kanye West and Trump as an example of the fact that mastery and expertise is a good thing. If you're going to rely on someone to be, to take on great responsibility, they should be gifted to do it and they should have some level of expertise to do it. And um, this cultural shift and hardening away from number one, recognizing that people are gifted and talented to do something and number two, naturally, and number two, they've taken that gift and they, that talent and they've worked on it and they've honed it. Our culture's disposing of that observation and recognition is kind of like a basic truth. We do so at our own, at our, at our detriment. We understand this fundamentally when we look at games. Not everybody's gifted to play tennis, golf, swimming, soccer, baseball, basketball. We get it. But in the realm of leadership, somehow that's been thrown out the door. We understand some people are gifted to, to, to musically. Some people are gifted mechanically. But in the realm of leadership, for whatever reason, and I think there's because there's, there's an industry behind this, we're telling people a lie and mass digitization, social media. We are feeding people a lie that anybody can be an entrepreneur. Anybody can be a CEO. Anybody can be leader of the free world. And that's a lie. That's a lie. I'm sorry. It's a lie. It's not true. Everybody doesn't have the gift to be a founder of an organization. It's one of the reasons why you have so many people committing suicide. Gary Vaynerchuk, to his credit, has talked about this repeatedly on his podcast and on social media. Not everybody is gifted to do this, but if you are gifted to lead, you should perfect it, you should master it, you should work on it and hone your craft to be the best there is. But in my opinion, I'm blowing up leadership paradigms here, right and left, but somebody has to point out the elephant in the middle of the room. Not everyone is gifted to lead.